Hello everybody, welcome back to another uh, episode of Rant and Bollocks. We're doing this one a little little different this week. We're doing it over the interwebs, so <laughs> Paul and I aren't in the same room. Probably best, you know, we're getting a bit fed up of looking at each other's faces. <laughs> so, But uh, yeah, Paul is here. Hello everybody, I'm I'm here but not here, I'm there, so over over somewhere else. <laughs> How far away are we right now? We're, you're know. Toronto, don't want to give off my location, you know, it's private. So, like uh, six leagues, seven seven chains, I don't know what the measurements are in Canada. <laughs> the, important, um, the important thing is everybody else is here, that's the important thing. Everyone else, yes. Yeah, because we actually have quite a few listeners from Australia. Do so. we? Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, hey Australia, how are you yeah. guys doing? I'm well, not gonna, I'm answering. Not, yeah, I'm not going to do the stereo typical shrimp on the barbie crap because i know they hate that i actually went to a stag and doe uh the girl was australian i think and uh they one of the games at the stag and doe was throw a shrimp on the barbie right <laughs> it, was, it was quite good you had to stand back and then shrug throw throw the shrimp onto parts of the barbecue and you get points for it but anyway the strangest thing about that is australians don't call it shrimp they call them prawns they do don't they yeah shrimp. it's like um what's that out what's that district nine Fucking prawns. Oh, fucking prawn. <laughs> I can't do South African accent, though. So. I thought you were doing Australian there. <laughs> Actually, you had the South African down there pretty well. Oh, fuck yes. Go to get down to South Africa, get some fucking prawns. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, how's the week been, man? Well, how's the last couple of weeks? You've been busy uh, filming, haven't you? Been busy filming away, so yeah, it's been a good little ride the last while. And then just a few days ago, we got to have a good ride over on the Oculus, which we'll oh, talk yeah. about later. Yeah, that's... Um... It's a nice little uh, way into tech because a lot of the tech was uh, to talk about that today. Yeah, we got to talk uh, about that. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we can go straight into it and like, yeah, you, you tried it out. I had, it, I tried it out a couple of weeks before, and I was super impressed of it. Wanted to show it to people in my office and and yourself. Yeah. Uh, what was your overall overall thing, man? It's crazy. It's going to be so weird talking about this because it's just one of those things you have to experience, to even understand what people are on about. It is because when you see it on a screen, it's so flat. It's it's two D. Like that's what people are saying. Like you're playing a two D game, and then when you go into Oculus, you're you're in that world. But there's some crazy ones where there's a one called um oh it's called something something tail, and it's basically like a little Mario game. Remember the yeah, Mario one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one I found it came free of the Oculus. Um, and that one I found pretty amazing because when you look at it, you're just like, oh yeah, they're playing like a Mario. I can see I can see what that's all about. And most people think uh, uh, virtual reality, like you're in the actual person. But when uh, you heard the... Oh, it's called Lucky's Tale. L- Lucky's Tale. The wife has, has looked it up for me. <laughs> She's slowly becoming our PA. But yeah, so it's called Lucky's Tale. It came free of the Oculus. But yeah, um, I mean, what did you think of that one? When you, when you, when you go in... It's you're not in the character, you're looking down or from across, aren't you? But you can kind of just look around this world while you control him. I just thought it was a really good good use of VR and showing that it's not just first person games, you know? Yeah, it's a good way of showing how the whole gaming system can evolve. Because if you're yeah. just watching it outside on the screen, it's like you said, it's just like a flat game and it doesn't yeah. look anything special. Yeah. And then when you're in it, you realize that you're the one moving the camera because you're moving your head, you're looking yeah. at things. Yeah, it's it's super cool. And and um, something that happened a couple of weeks ago was, uh, so the VR, like there is mobile VR and you can get that on your device with Google Cardboard. So uh, most phones nowadays can do that. And what that is, is like 360 VR. Like you watch a video 
And then at, when you look around, you can look around that video in 360 if it was recorded for that. And I think Star Wars The Force Awakening released a video. But the reason why I bring it up is that a lot of people think that that is VR. And when we talk about Oculus they're like, and we're saying, hey, we're in this 3D world, they actually think that, oh, yeah, we've got that as well. We've got that on our mobile phone. But it's quite different, isn't it? Uh, Especially when you yeah. can see your hands. And um, there is different, it's just different levels of VR. And what we played was high end, you know, like you need a computer to power it. The actual headset's expensive. Uh, and then you need to buy the games for it as well. So yeah, it was just uh, the other day we were saying, oh, we've got this VR downstairs, you want to have a go? And one of our friends was like, oh, we've got one at home. Uh, you know, we use we use it with our mobile a lot. And then I was like, I don't know if I want to get into this debate or argument <laughs> of you don't have what we have downstairs. But uh, I just found it interesting. So when I did that little demo at work the other day, I had the um, the regular headset, like the car- Google Cardboard, just to show people that, hey, here's 360 video, but you can't really interact with it. Like the experience is happening no matter what. Whereas in Oculus with the hand, with the touch controllers, you can pick things up and you can move around a room. Like there was a couple of instances where you were moving around the room and I think you took the headset off and you weren't facing the screen anymore. Yeah, you you just get lost. You don't know. Depending on what kind of game it is, you're looking around, you're trying to find people, you're trying to find, you know, guys to shoot and all this. And then you take your headset off. You're like, where where am I? What's going on? I know. What was... uh, I'll name some of the games and then uh, we can just go over the ones that you found most impressive. I think I I know your favorite, but I think your favorite was probably Super Hot. Yeah, that thing's crazy good. Super Hot is a regular game as well. You can play that on uh, PC, I believe, on consoles, but definitely on PC. It's like on Steam without VR and it's really fun. But when you're in VR, it's like super awesome. So basically, the idea here is when you are still... It's a first-person game. It's got a cool kind of art direction to it. So it's like a almost like a non-textured world, but the enemies are red. And so you can shoot shoot them with guns. But uh, the cool thing, it's a little bit like The Matrix, isn't it? Like when Yeah, everything's you... real like flat and simplified, but it looks great because it's, yeah, very clearly designed. Big red yeah. bad guys in a big white world. And when you uh, move in the world, everyone else moves. But when you're still, then the rest of the world is is still as well. So basically, if someone was to shoot at you, you can kind of slowly dodge the bullet by just moving slowly, and then the bullet would move slowly around. And you have to get past these like, kind of like levels uh, that way. But um, that was cool. There was another one called Robo Recall, which comes free of the touch controllers. Uh, we'll put some links to to some of the games that we're talking about. Super awesome graphics and like nice '80s kind of vibe to it. Yeah, and I think you can like reach for shotguns over your head and stuff. Yeah, like that's one of the big things about it. When you're playing that one, or the super hot. When you're playing a game, you're just holding the controller and it feels good. Yeah, but you get that physical feedback in the VR where like you reach down, you pull the gun out of the holster, yeah. and you fire with the triggers, and yeah. then you then you can drop them in uh, Robot Recall. You drop your guns and you reload them. That's right. Yeah. Makes you feel badass, and then shotguns over the shoulder, you whip out. Yeah, and you can grab the robots, throw them away. And then it's not just games. I mean, there's like the International International Space Station where you could float around it. Personally, I tried that one, and I was standing up because it's zero gravity, and you can kind of turn around. Uh, I felt pretty sick after a while, uh, but uh, you, you you were okay with it, weren't you? I was okay with it, but yeah, every now and again, like you move forward, and then it it just it feels like you're going to hit the ground, and your brain just reacts, and your your legs get a little bit jelly, and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but I, I I was playing super hot, and I fell over because I oh yeah, you I wasn't in the room, but you no, said uh, yeah. I was it was one of the things where you have to like reach over to the table. 
yeah. and grab it. And I was sort of like, I'm just going to grab the table and hold on to it. And yeah, just yeah. fall right through. Oh, that's hilarious. I wish I was in the room when you oh, did that. I'm glad you weren't. You got all your dirty videos of me. Oh, I've got quite a few of them, actually. <laughs> it's so much fun, though. I think when they get that... um the helmet wireless yeah all, all those problems are going to get worse you're not going to know where in the room you are you're not going to know what sure. way you're looking i think what i'm so excited by it is because it, it is awesome but i can see the potential in it and it needs fixing up here and there like one of the things i noticed because i demoed this with about 20 people maybe 30 at work and i kept showing them the same demo a couple of things came up and you pressed it a lot as well is that like kind of home button i feel like that should maybe even be located somewhere on the controller somewhere else you know yeah because a lot of people press that and they were like oh where am i you know but once you know the controller in the system you kind of avoid it a little but i i just i did notice like almost half those of the 30 people pressed it and then they were like oh where am i now so maybe that's a little bit of feedback we can even send Oculus and say, yeah, just, like, just know, put it on the helmet. That would make so, more sense. Yeah, actually, that's that's not a bad idea. The other thing was just like where it's going, like future of it. Like, yes, they need to get rid of that wire. I think that's going to be the main thing. And then it's going to be wireless. And then also yeah, resolution, just like better graphics. That's just going to come with time. And then being able to see the rest of your body. There was a few times, I think you might have done it. I can't remember, but someone tried to kick like in that there's a really cool demo called first contact and it's 80s kind of style and you're in this caravan yeah you yeah mess around with objects and i think someone did drop the bouncy ball and it was on the floor and someone went to kick it but obviously you can't see your feet so i think that's another you know it will get better that way like remember the xbox connect which could pick up your whole body and you can yeah, do like that's exercises right. someone needs to either hack it or i'm sure they're working on it but if it, when it can pick up the rest of your body and you look down and you're wearing like a suit that's going to be again another another level to it so lots that's of definitely going to make it immersive then you're definitely going to get lost in it i know because then you can get shot and then they're gonna have little blood holes and marks in you and you'll be like oh man i'm in trouble now <laughs> yeah i think we mentioned it on one of the other podcasts is that they are our movie studios are starting to come out with a lot more um you know when a movie comes out it's like oh we've got like a 360 experience sometimes it's just the mobile 360 experience but sometimes it's the oculus uh or the vive i should mention the vive because that's a big uh, a big uh, player as well but what was i going to say so beauty and the beast i know is out in the cinema and there was a uh disney brought out an experience which i think i brought you into that well didn't i because oh the yeah left, the you're Lumiere, basically yeah. you're by the castle you know the, the famous disney castle yeah. and to your left is actually the stark tower yeah uh, the avengers tower but you can't is this coming soon to the right is star wars and then ahead of you is disney and you can go in there and then there is so beauty and the beast is a 3d experience where you're i don't actually know anything about beauty and the beast but you're by this table and like the candles coming up to you in 3d weren't you a child don't you know so, these things I, you know what i didn't i didn't watch a lot of um disney stuff growing up like bambi and and i think the one i remember the most i think is aladdin but that's about it oh yeah so, that was a good one that was good old robin williams yeah yeah but I didn't. There was a lot. There's a lot out there. You know, I, I watched The Lion King really late on. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, like so Disney had that. I know that there's a John Wick experience. I know that there's the Martian. They just brought out passengers where you can go around the ship. Some of them are a little shite. Like passengers looks like the ship just looks like it's been rendered by like kids or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's but, like back uh, in the day when they bring out those uh, console games to cash yeah. in on the movies. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, some of them are done well and some of them aren't. Apparently, the John Wick one's pretty decent, but um and then i know that the um disney one was pretty pretty great as well so the cool thing of that is as movies come out uh we'll be able to test these experiences as well and i know we want to do alien isolation with uh with the new alien film and i actually heard a rumor that they might even have their own one like a new one. Oh yeah they'll have their own Wait little experience one but yeah i wouldn't be surprised if like garden of the galaxy gets one or something like that you know so but that'll be cool 
Yeah, Marvel, if if Disney are already doing it with their Beauty and the Beast one, they'll definitely start hacking into Avengers and Star Wars and all them. Oh, yeah. There's one uh, one other thing I just wanted to bring up with the VR is just for the people that are like super into it is there's obviously, so we've got the Oculus Rift and we have the touch controllers, um, but there is, I mentioned the Vive, which is done by uh, Valve, and that's their big biggest competition. In, in some ways, there it's bigger than the Oculus because um, it's being run off their Steam engine so steam's like xbox live and playstation network they've got so many games on there but the difference between the two systems is so i love valve as a company i love half-life 2 i love like portal and everything so their headset is completely open you can play all of their games on the oculus rift however the oculus rift is pretty closed you have to go to their store to download their games and because it's facebook and they've got a lot of money they've bought a lot of exclusive games so they're kind it's kind of a bit like the xbox and the playstation and nintendo and consoles you know where yeah, yeah. playstation are winning but and they've got a lot of uh, really really good exclusives like horizon and the uncharted's and oculus are kind of doing that they're kind of basically saying we've got robo recall we've got uh, you know these exclusive games like that Lucky's Tale and a couple of other ones. You can only play them on our platform, and also they've dropped the price of it a little, like two hundred dollars. So, uh, but then you got Vi- uh, Valve and you got the uh, Vive, and it's completely open. And they're saying, hey, we've got a game, you know, but anyone can play it. Play it on your Oculus if you want, because we just love VR and we want to push VR. You know, so I love what they're doing, but unfortunately. I prefer the Oculus Rift because it can play everything, you know? Yeah, you're so, getting that exclusive battle. I hope Op- Oculus open it. And there are ways of hacking. hacking Oculus are on by yeah. Facebook, Facebook, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, So, but they've obviously got their own division. It's just Facebook own them now. But uh, anyway, they're, they're, doing, they're both doing great things with VR. And, uh, and then there's the PlayStation VR as well, which is doing good, good stuff as well. Apparently that's sold close to a million units now, the PlayStation one. Holy crap. So Sony have been happy of that. And, uh, and there's rumors they're working on a new one for like next year or maybe even the PlayStation 5. But yeah. Oh, I and saw then, today just a thing popped up on Facebook, probably because oh, they yeah. knew we were going to do this, that they're bringing yeah. a Ghostbusters VR game. Uh, yeah, it came out on the PlayStation um, VR oh, it's actually, out because, it's, because it's Sony and Ghostbusters. I think it's exclusive to PlayStation VR. Uh, so another exclusive thing, but um, actually I watched a demo on it and it it's supposed to be pretty bad. Uh, it's <laughs> probably not, why they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, I know. I think it just quietly launched. There was like just a few little things like there was like a hot dog stall outside the building or something. And then you can pick up one can, but the rest of the cans are all solid. <laughs> and you, you, I don't know. You just expect to like be able to kind of throw them in and knock the other ones off or something. And then the graphics were looking pretty basic. And it was very short. I think it was like, I don't know the price. I think it's like $20, but it's like a 10 minute demo. So it's yeah. not like a game or anything. It's just a demo. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's the one thing. Then, we haven't had a full game in one of these yet. It's always been yeah. like little segment things. That I Robo Recall is a full game, isn't it? Robo Recall is so is super hot, but really full games in VR are probably maximum four or five hours. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I think that's fine. I don't really want to play. I don't want to be in VR for 10 hours. Oh, no. Um, screw you up. So... Um, but I do think we can maybe like I, I really enjoy Super Hot as well, and I th- believe that's two or three hours, probably the way we play, probably two or an hour and a half. We'll breeze through it, but yeah. maybe we'll do like a little, um, a little let's play, you know, Super Hot hour and a half, you and me taking turns each level, something like that, or every other level, and go through it and do like a review of it because yeah, be that kinda, sounds kind of fun, yeah, to get, to give it a go, and you can see the reactions, and maybe you'll fall over again. I'll definitely so. fall over <laughs> again, or I'll try and punch yeah. you in the face. Yeah. 
<laughs> it happened actually. Someone uh, like Fruit Ninja. You were you were pretty aggressive with Fruit Ninja. I thought you were going to smash the TV <laughs> off the wall at some point. So. Yeah, they got like a little buzzer warning of like when you well, get too close. There is actually. I took it off. I don't know if I told you that. So so just to let everyone know that when you do set up this virtual reality, you can set up like a, set up a, like a little fake grid system. You basically tell it like, "Hey, my TV's here and my wall's here." And then when you're in VR, as soon as your arm gets near to it. You'll, you'll see like a 3D grid and it'll say, hey, you're getting close to this, you know, thing. But you can actually turn it off. And I turned it off on Friday because I wanted everyone to feel like, you know, there I can go anywhere. Yeah. And then I I was just going to warn them, hey, you're going to rip the TV off the wall, you know. <laughs> Where if you're on your own, you've got no one to tell you that. So you yeah. you kind of need it, you know. So, so it's going to be, you're going to get those videos like when the Wii came out and people threw it and smashed their TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's why... You notice the touch control, as I said to everyone, like, I'll put the little, um, what's it called, the little wrist guard or a hand bracelet thing on. Yeah. Because uh, you are going to throw these otherwise. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I was just with uh, VR is, like, it's a little scary of, like, you know, our kids are growing up with that technology. And yeah. it's just going to get better and better. Because, oh, yeah, the other thing that needs improving, and I can't wait until it does, but, it, again, it's going to be scary, is that field of view. Because, obviously, you can see, like, black edges around your eyes because it's yeah. not the full. But as soon as that they get like a 3D, bendable 3D screen that goes all the way around your vision and you can see everywhere and you can't see any black outlines, that's going to be really immersive because you're just going to be like, oh, am I wearing goggles? You know? Yeah, exactly. So that's the next step as well. But it is a little, it's a little um, scary where it's going. But yeah, like when when I used the iPhone for the first time and I was swiping through those touch screens, I, I always remember that moment thinking like, wow, this is this is next generation. And when I put that VR helmet on, like, two weeks ago three weeks ago i was i had the same experience where i was like wow this is really powerful this is really awesome yeah it's something Um, completely different you know you need to stick with technology and you need to kind of you know embrace it but it is a little worrying because it's very anti-social as well like where that can go yeah Uh, and it's not just going to be for movie uh for uh games it's for movies as well uh what was that what was that one of the big robot we played it was called lost Lost, yeah that was incredible wasn't it? yeah that was from south by southwest yeah I that was, was like, that was crazy. Yeah, because you, I, I, I watched it, and you were sitting mm. watching me watch it, and I hadn't played that one, or yeah, yeah, I hadn't had a go at it, so I wasn't sure what to expect. And I said, "Oh, you have to watch it." And you're like, "Ah, fine." I watched you. I, you watched it on the screen. I'm like, "No, mm. no, no. You got to be in this one." Yeah. And then you got into it, and you're like, "Oh fuck, this, this, this is crazy." The scale of that robot. Yeah. So and like, well, what we're what we're saying is basically most of what we tried on friday was games but this one was a movie so but it was a 3d movie and you're in a forest and there's this like i think this robot's lost his hand and and its hand is in the forest yeah but then you can hear him coming through the forest and you're not moving you're just still but you can look around and you really do feel like you're in this like nighttime forest of the forest flies and stuff but then he comes through and he's massive i mean like if you were to relate him in real life he's probably like 10 stories high building isn't he yeah he's huge and you feel that like when you're watching it on a screen you're like oh okay he's big but when you're in it your head has to look up and tilt and find him and you're just like what is what is going on here i know it's nuts and again, it's just so weird when you're looking on a screen because you're like, Paul, what's wrong with you? And yeah. It's just, he's 2D, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's what people are starting to say now is like when you're playing like a PlayStation game or an Xbox game or a Nintendo, people are starting to say like, oh, I was playing a 2D game, you know? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, like Uncharted, oh, it's a 2D game. And it's like, can you imagine like in another five years, maybe 10, when we're inside Uncharted 7 
Yeah. And it's 3D. Like, that's something else. Yeah, they call them you... 2D games like they're old Mario or old yeah, Sonic games. <laughs> I mean, the other thing as well is movement. So movement, when you're in a character, you tend to, what VR does is teleportation. So you actually hold down a stick, or everyone does it in a slightly different way, but you teleport yourself. Yeah. So it does take you slightly out of the experience, but it's it's still a good way of moving because the only other way of actually physically moving, and they do have them, are 360 treadmills. Right. And um, so you can actually like run or walk. That must really get you in the experience. But realistically, no one's buying one of those for their house, you know? No. That's why driving games do quite well because everyone's got a chair at home. So you just sit down on a chair and, and in, in the car, you can pretty much look 180. You don't need to look behind you so much. No. So uh, driving's really, really good. And then some people hook their own steering wheels up. And then when you see your hands in the steering wheel, it's like you're actually physically t- touching a steering wheel. I could imagine that being pretty sweet. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy in about, what, one more generation when it's wireless and it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's lighter and it's better graphics, better resolution. Exactly, yeah. But they've done, a, they done a, uh, one more last thing for just a shout out to the Oculus. Is they did a really good the box like that it comes in, like super good quality, like unboxing. If I was ever going to do an unboxing, I'd do one for this because like the box has... You'd this, put like, it nice... back in the box and then you'd unbox it again. Yeah, no, this is brand new. It's still, actually, it's still, I think it's starting to go, but it has that new tech smell as well. <laughs> the new um, tech smell. The new tech smell, yeah. It's, it's a nice smell. But um, yeah, just unboxing it. Everything's really good quality. The actual headset itself, is made you know, super nice. Yeah, I hear that the Vive is a bit chunky and a bit bulky, but uh, but Vive has its own advantages as well and stuff. But uh, yeah, I was I was impressed with the quality of the system. But then again, it is eight hundred dollars. So yeah, so you're yeah you're paying for another console really. Yeah, you're paying for that. And then well, basically what we were messing around with on Friday was around two and a half thousand uh, Canadian dollars. Yeah. So we were playing with a pc that can run it pretty well we were playing with the touch controllers and a headset and not that many people have all of that as once because who's investing in two and a half grand just to play super hot in vr you know yeah it's it's hard but i know that oculus have been uh, you know lowering the price i think they lowered it 200 dollars and stuff so it's it's getting there yeah another year or two it's going to be even less and there's going to be hundreds or millions of other people that will play it because you know it'll be much cheaper for them yeah so. say they'll aim for that like hardcore market because yeah. playing a playing a game like super hot with friends would be yeah. great. Yeah. So if they just aim for that, the guys who already got the really high end PCs. Yeah. That they got to bring out games in that kind of category. Totally. I think another cool thing we were talking about on Friday would be when you're in the experience, it is very very much just you. Like it's fun to watch, but you're in there, and it's not the same for me watching. So it would be kind of cool. And I think there are a few games where I could do something to the world on the outside. Yeah. It affects you. So something like oh, I want an enemy to come in from this corner and this corner, and I want two to come in from the bottom. And then you're like, oh, shit, what's going on here, you know? Yeah, I get you. That would be kind of cool, because it gets the people uh, outside the experience playing. Yeah, like if you could connect a PlayStation regular game to like yeah. a, to that kind of thing, then you could just be playing your whatever, yeah. and then I'll be in the version with the VR of it. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. And then we did do a little, it was kind of a haunted, not really that haunted actually, but it was more of an escape room, wasn't it? I thought that was quite fun, because one of our friends was playing, and we were like helping him. Because oh, he yeah, had to put a were, cube were... on somewhere, and then he had to turn the cog, you know. And he was like, "Oh, I don't know what to do, guys." So then we're, you know, we were pitching in and saying like, "Oh, try going over here and using the candle for this." So that that was kind of cool as well. Yeah, I think that's going to be the way it's going to kind of go for those games because you can have people sitting around helping you play it. Yeah, you know, and then you can be in it, and you're just kind of doing what they tell you to do, kind of situations. Yeah, yeah. 
Like if you had the Martian, you could have the guy in the Martian helmet, like, and he's on Mars, and then you're outside it, and you're trying to figure out ways of getting him home safe, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, escape rooms. Yeah, that'd be big. That'd be good. And then eventually, like, whereas the tech gets cheaper, uh, you'll have, you know, not. I don't think many houses will have it, but imagine if we were living together, and then you had one, and I had one, and we were playing in the same room, but in two with two Oculuses. You know? Oh yeah, like that, that would, would be, be that would be this the top level. That would be top level, but that's also too expensive. Uh, that's an expensive household there. It's like yeah, a five the, grand system. Yeah, now it's way too expensive, but it yeah. can, it'll definitely get there. Oh yeah, for sure. The thing about it as well is when you take it away from the games and the and the entertainment, like we talked about it, there's one where you're out in the solar system, you're looking at all the planets. Like yeah, this, that's right. This thing's going to change education. Oh yes, big time. And and it's going to go to the phone. Like the future of all of this is the phone because the phone's wireless and and there are graphics cards on phones are getting better and better. I think they said the iPhone nine, not this year but next year, is going to be as powerful as or more powerful than the Xbox three sixties and PlayStation threes. Holy shit! So that's where that's going. And then it's only going to get better and better. So the iPhone ten or eleven will be PlayStation four. You know. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. Before you know it, you're going to be having PlayStation graphics on uh, on a phone, like really, really soon. Yeah, like in five years, you'll be able to get five, low, within low five level years, VR. Yeah. yeah. Then, then, then you got the next issue of battery. So, yeah, sure, it might be able to play Uncharted Four on your phone, but you'll be playing it for five minutes. Yeah, because <laughs> your your phone will. Uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, eventually, battery technology will get better. But that is the future of VR is on the phone. Yeah, and then uh, also tracking your hands. So I know that Oculus have got. They're working on gloves so that you can get the whole movement of picking something up. So with the touch controllers we were playing with, your thumb and your finger were pretty good. You could do thumbs up very easily. You can point and stuff. But full actual gripping something, uh, you still have to press a trigger to do that. So it takes you a little bit out of the experience. But my issue is if you have a glove and you have picked up a gun, you kind of want to press a physical trigger. Uh, I think that uh, they're trying to fix that by you've still got a glove, but when you actually eventually close your hand... You actually squeeze into a controller. Right. There's a controller on your palm as well. I could be wrong though, but I, I just I think like a glove feels like the next step. But I still want to press something when I when I trigger something. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. You want that so, feedback from it. Yeah. So we'll we'll it'll be interesting to see where that goes. It'll probably just turn into like a full accessory where you get a gun accessory and it goes onto like. A, mag- I think so. a magnet on your belt or something. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. That'd be awesome. And then you got your two gloves so you can, like, grab things, fight things, and then you just pick the gun off your holster. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Because that's the thing. It just it makes you feel the experience. Yeah. Like, when you're yeah. fighting the guys and you're pulling the guns out of thin air and you're moving with it. Yeah. Because you're physically doing it, it just gives you a better better enjoyment of the whole situation. Definitely. You it's feel- a workout as well. Yeah, it's, it's a like, workout. There's a rock climbing one, and I did... I was doing it for about half an hour, maybe 40 minutes. Yeah. And after a while, my arms, because they were in the air the whole time, I was like, wow, my, my arms are like, I need to rest them. I need to put them down by my side. You yeah. Know? It wants to get that uh, sensor tech down and it's wireless and you're, you have yeah. to run around and dodge and everything. You're going to have a workout with that thing. Oh, yeah. And that's, again, another... There's going to be those apps, isn't there? P90X and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's so going to be gonna... great. It's going to be like a, a nice advancement because it gets all the fun of the game, but then you get to work out and be healthy. Yeah. Like you're not just sitting there playing Call of Duty. You're actually running from obstacle to obstacle, getting from hiding place to hiding place. Totally. You have to turn your head. You have to look up and down. You're probably able to get over some phobias as well, like spiders, snakes, heights, you know? Yeah. Like the... That's definitely going to help with that stuff. Yeah. Or just, just not help at all and really freak you out. <laughs> I'm on the top of the mountain again. <laughs> I don't know. I think but, it's going to um, make a big difference nah, just to overall, a lot of people. Awesome experience. And, uh, I'm looking forward yeah, no, to the future I, I totally all agree. the games are going to get. What a time that we live in, Paul.
What a time to, to be, be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the last one I was just going to talk about, and it's kind of just to do with the gaming and, and movies and everything. Disney World. Disney World are doing, do you know, like Marvel are doing like their rides for Guardians of the Galaxy. And then they've got Star Wars there as well. Star Wars have got their their whole world. I think Harry, there's Harry Potter land. And then Nintendo oh, yeah, are doing a Nintendo I saw there was an well. Avatar Avatar world or something was coming. Oh yeah, that as well. Yeah. But just, or just, this is actually just rides actually at Disney World. But that's, oh, okay. that's going to be a pretty, pretty awesome place to go to. Yeah. Um, just with all, like I know that they're doing a lot of their, a lot of the rides now are involving uh, VR as well, like roller coasters where you'll be able to get on and then do a roller coaster. But uh, what you, you see is like, I think there's a Superman ride where your roller coaster goes off the track and he picks you up. But as he's picking you up, he's taking you up. But really that in in uh, in the roller coaster, you're just going up the conveyor belt and then someone hits Superman. So then he drops you. So when you drop, you're dropping, you know, oh, right, yeah. world. that's pretty cool. So that's, that's kind of cool. That's another way of using it. And I know David Blaine, the magician in uh, no not David Blaine who's um, oh who's Darren the British Brown guy? yeah Darren he did Brown one in, he has yeah, one Alton in Alton Towers, Towers in England yeah. I believe uh, I'd love to try those out as well but uh, yeah so Marvel and Star Wars and Nintendo are doing things like that at Disney World and Universal Studios so that's uh, that's going to be a pretty magical place to go to or even <laughs> even for adults that's the thing. Yeah. Especially, yeah, when it goes back to wireless, that's going to be the game changer. Because yeah, right now, yeah. when you have to put on the big helmet and the wire and all that, you can kind of feel it when you're moving around. Yeah. But if you put on something that's pretty lightweight and wireless, after like two or three minutes, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm in this now. You yeah, know what no, I mean? totally, man. Yeah. It's going to be a weird, weird world to live in in about, I don't know, five years when this is all over the place. Yeah. But the thing is, we're just going to be so, so into it. Like, you know, it's not just like we've been dropped in it. It's going to progress, get better over time and then... You know, we'll, we'll be used to it by that time. Yeah, we'll be used to it. But like we were talking about, if you're six years old and someone's giving you this yeah, to... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Okay, yeah. it's time to watch a movie, kids, and put on your headsets. Yeah. Because they had one nuts. of them. What was it called? Like Hen- Henry Henry the Hedgehog. And that was for kids. Where yeah, you sit, yeah. You sit down on the floor and like you can look around his little house and everything. And it's a movie. Oh, right. it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it kind of plays out. But for a kid, they can actually... Like it really helps a kid connect with the story. Yeah. So who knows where um, it's going to go? Like, like we said, it's not just games, is it? It's uh, it's going to be movies as well, and and other other little experiences here and there. I don't know if you got any any tech stuff you wanted to talk about, man. But I, I just wanted to feature like the Oculus, seen as we uh, it's kind of gaming, but it's it's mainly tech because it's so so special. Oh, the only tech thing I have for this week, I just saw it like about an hour ago, is Uber pulled all their self-driving cars off the road. Funny enough, I just read that as well. I wasn't sure if I was going to mention it or not, because one of them actually crashed in Arizona. Oh, yeah. It flipped so, on its side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not going to look good. But they, they still don't know if it was... They didn't say... It was, from what I read in the article, they said it was going to be the other driver's fault and not the car. But right. just for liability, they're just taking all of them off the road till they get it cleared up. But I, no one's ever said well, driving self-driving cars are going to be perfect. So I don't no, know why people it's gonna always time. freak out. Yeah. If they're like five or ten times better than regular people, that's good enough for me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's pretty, I mean, it's already dangerous to be on the roads. So if yeah. or if everyone is a computer driver in there, uh, yeah, because usually it, it probably crashed because it was another human's fault or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. It was the, the yield right of way and the guy didn't yeah. didn't uh, let the car through. So the oh, Uber right. hit him. Yeah. So yeah, they're going to be like, oh, the Uber should have known it was going to get hit. It's like, yeah, but that guy screwed up. He didn't. He didn't follow the signs. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think there's any self-driving cars right now in Tor- um, in Toronto. No, I don't think I don't there's know, any here. Wrong. I think it's more in the States, isn't it, right now? Yeah. I've always had a worry now. Not a worry, but 
this is a thing you can probably figure out is, you know, somebody has to code it and they have to like take all the data and then they create yeah. the code so the car knows what to do. At yeah. some point, someone is going to have to make a moral decision on what mm. that car is going to do. So I think yeah. the example was if the car is driving down the street and you're sitting there yeah. and the car is driving itself and another car yeah. comes in the way, yeah. it'll it'll turn out of the way and it'll save yeah. you. Yeah. But if it's in a situation where turning out of the way will put it headlong into some pedestrian on the sidewalk yeah what is the car gonna do yeah i mean i guess it's it's also machine learning so it's like if it does that if it knows it's a pedestrian it should be smart enough and hopefully people have thought about it that it needs to look up statistics and it needs to look up uh, i mean i don't know maybe it could even go into details and there's five people in the car but there's only one person on the on the yeah like that's what i say about the, the, the moral equation like if there's one of you in the car and one person on the sidewalk, the car's got like a 50-50 choice. But if there's yeah. one of you in the car and there's five school kids on the sidewalk, then what is it going to do? Mm. Is it going to say, oh, well, those five kids don't have a car so I can hit them? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> they didn't pay my insurance this month. Yeah. But what I'm worried, not worried about, but what I'm interested in is that somebody re- really will have to sit down and type that code up. Yeah. Like their job is going to be the moral coder. It's true, yeah. And I'm like, what is the where's legal situation that? in? <laughs> yeah, where's he getting it from? What book is he getting it from that says this is okay? Yeah, I, I don't think there is an okay. Yeah, so that's definitely so, going to be a thing. Someone's going to have to make that choice. It's going to be a, like a weird yeah. day in that guy's job. It's like, well, I just told For the sure. car that if there's two people going to die, this person's the one that you should kill. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to happen at some point, and then uh, people can reference this pod- podcast. So. Yeah, so it was Neri's fault. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't care for those cool kids. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. So for me, um, that's like we're self-driving. All that like autonomous thing is going to be pretty interesting. Like how we're oh, yeah. going to address that? Because I'll have to go to. The courts and all that. Bloody courts. <laughs> you got any uh, gaming news this week? Or are you just too yeah, busy man. playing is your it, Oculus? I know. Actually, you know, the Oculus has taken me uh, taken me away from the PlayStation a little bit. But I purposely left it at work so I can all uh, do some <laughs> PlayStation stuff. <laughs> but actually, that's my first thing in the gaming is just a shout out to the PlayStation sales. Like, they have flash sale every month. They do a really good job on their store of just kind of... There's, there's a sale uh, one way or the other. It's either just like an exclusive sale because there's a game coming out or they have these flash sales every month which they'll knock off like 20 to 70 percent off a game so i picked up god of war 3 like a remaster of it and i've been looking uh, um looking to get it and in the store it's like 20 25 uh, is that the one i I think your brother had that i think i played that one uh yeah but it's i think it's it might be the one you played or it might be the third one i can't remember if you played one on two or no i think you did play it i think you did play it but what it is is it's remastered so it's like 1080p graphics and it's a bit faster and looks a little better picked it up for like four dollars in the flash oh wow that is good like okay I'll take that. And then there was a couple of other little indie games, which uh, I've been wanting to pick up. So I picked up like three games for $15 or something. And uh, I saved, I think it told me I saved like $32. So they, uh, yeah, they're just doing a really good job with those flash sales. I always wait every month because I'm like, oh, I, I want to pick up this game, but I'll just wait until this flash sale comes out. You know? Hang on. Are PlayStation so. just stealing the Nintendo idea? Because you had a rant about this a while ago, how Nintendo... Oh, yeah. They bring out Super Mario three every new oh, console. Yeah. <laughs> so are they? Are PlayStation just doing the same? I know. And they're like, oh, we'll just bring out God of War one, two, and three and charge four bucks for it. Nah, it's it's slightly different. It's like a remastered version and everything. So I think it's, it's allowed for that because it's such a staple game. But the way everyone's doing it now, when you buy it, you kind of keep it. It's in your little bank. And uh, when the PlayStation five comes out, you should be able to play it still. But yeah, just Nintendo of their blooming Mario Brothers. Like people have probably bought it like seven times because you're just rebuying the game all over again whereas this god of war it just came out no more. last year is like a remastered thing 
so it's not like they do that every every year or anything like that but yeah no just just impressed of their their little sales that they've got still playing through horizon tearaway as well tearaway was free on the playstation plus so basically every month playstation give you free games as well oh wow so yeah i know they're, they're just it's um it's that's, $70. that's why they have so many bloody subscribers and buyers. Yeah, well, you have to pay seventy dollars, and that gives you allows you to play online. But it's seventy dollars for a year. But then with that, you get two or three games a month. So like, it's well worth it. So yeah, that is um, a good deal, and they give you really good games. Next month, there's one called Drawn to Death. Really, uh, it looks <laughs> kind of cool, uh, and the whole game is someone's sketchbook, and he's just been drawing characters with his like big pen. But all the characters have come alive and you play them like in gear Gears of War behind the character style. Oh yeah. But yeah. the whole game is just uh drawn. So the actual no one's like made a text or anything, it's all just drawn from big pens. So that's one of the free games. So that's gonna be kinda cool to play. And I think funny enough, I think that's done by a God of War, like X god of war uh, developer or something oh cool but no yeah playstation just been doing a good good job of like good quality games giving away some good free ones uh so yeah like i said i was playing that tearaway yeah horizon and then just some like little indie ones here and there so it's have, been uh it's been fun have they got any good vr games coming out better than that shitty ghostbusters they do they've got playstation have got this one called farpoint and funny enough for that one you can buy a gun to go with it was that so, a tv show i think it is as well uh farpoints I know there's far side, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah. But far point, maybe you'd have to. Uh, far point. I think that's Star Trek. Far point station. But um, anyway, this far point game requires a gun, or sorry, it doesn't require, but you can buy one. Oh uh, yeah, and you that put a little controller in inside of it. So that's kind of cool. That's the next biggest one for them. And then they've also obviously got Resident Evil. Um, they've got Resident Evil Seven, like exclusive until next year. But so next year we'll be able to play on the Oculus. Oh, cool. So yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Um, I know that one of the one of our subscribers mentioned Mass Effect a couple of weeks ago or a month ago. That's at, that's out now, Andromeda. All right, um, yeah. So that came out. I haven't played it. I have heard that it's come out with a, a mixed reaction. So usually Mass Effect is like triple A, like always hits the mark this one i've heard yeah. a couple of mixed reviews i'm not a fan of the series so i don't play it so uh, so much i do have friends that uh do play it so i'll get their their reactions but um yeah i think it's got 75 metacritic right now which is good okay. it's in the green but i've heard that people were expecting just a little more so we'll have to wait and see and see how that pans out really but is um, it is it a new yeah. developer like halo when they got a different guys to make it i believe it's the same developer but uh, they are using a new engine and it's using the battlefield one engine so it, it's, it looks fabulous but it's always had a really good story mass effect so i don't know if it's still yeah. like that or not i can't really comment too much on it because i don't know the series that well but i do know that it, i think they've it's a game where you don't need to play one two or three you can just jump in straight to four which is kind of handy but maybe the hardcore people kind of wanted it to carry on or something i'm not sure yeah like if you've invested so, however many hours that game takes like a hundred hours yeah you kind of want to be like well what's the point in starting a brand new campaign that's what i've heard i'm sure it's the same universe but i think it's a new character and people and stuff but uh yeah so yeah i'll keep my, i'll keep an eye on it and uh, like i said i do have a friend that's hugely into those uh games so i'll get his his uh, point of view on it as well yeah another one uh is uh zelda we we played zelda on the switch didn't we that is i think the metacritic on that is 98 it's the highest rated game i think it's the highest rated nintendo game like ever or since osh uh the zelda from uh nintendo 64 and uh it's just supposed to be fabulous like really really good um the reason why i'm mentioning it is that i think i mentioned on a podcast before there's an emulator which kind of emulates zelda technically it's illegal you're not supposed to 
<laughs> steal steal these things but you know th- th- it happens but if people, they wanted to they could you, i mean people have been emulating stuff like you can play n64 on your computer but quite easily you just type in n64 emulate and you can download it it is legal so but uh, so anyway there are two people and they emulate the nintendo wii u which is now dead but the last game to come out on it was zelda so they're em- re-emulating zelda and they're doing is that a really, word really well. that doesn't sound like a word re-emulating re-emulating uh, i <laughs> Possibly just made made that word up. I'm but, keeping it. That's um, a new one. The interesting thing is uh, these two guys. Are, well, I have to do a shout out to them. Um, and it's Cmu, C E M U, Cmu emulator, Cmu, Cmu, and they've got a, they've got a Patreon. So this is the interesting thing. Their Patreon. When I I found out about this like six months ago, and I was I was like, oh, Wii U games, that's cool. And I think their Patreon was about a thousand, a thousand five hundred a month, which is pretty good. And everyone's like, you know, giving them this money, saying like, keep it up, guys. You know, do this and that. And yeah. then they got then they got Zelda working. And people are like, hang on a second. Are you telling me I don't have to buy a Switch or a Wii U? I can just play it on, on the PC. And then obviously it's buggy and everything like that. Their Patreon is over 20000 a month now. Yeah. So Crazy. it's just shot up. <laughs> that shows you. I mean, I don't know. Nintendo might try and shut it down and stuff. And I'm not saying you should go out there and like, you know, cheat cheat nintendo and and uh and and do it but uh some people are actually still buying zelda in the shops just to kind of support the developer even though they don't have the console you know yeah um and then that's the way their way of saying like hey i've bought it maybe they've given it to their mate that does have a wii u but then they uh then they emulate it themselves you know yeah so i just thought uh that i, li- I like the whole patreon story there are over twenty thousand. there's only two guys yeah I, I, I mean i think it's well deserved i know that they're doing something illegal but at the same time it, it happens someone's gonna do it if it's not them yeah but it, it, it's not quite piracy like it's it's kind of a tribute to the game it like, is it is like, yeah we like it so much that we want anybody to have access to it yeah i think um if if uh, nintendo were smart they would just have a like a very quiet deal set up where like we'll take 10 percent of everything you make yeah but we will we'll look the other way yeah that, that would be kind of cool actually I wonder if like something like that even happens, but uh, I'm sure they've probably been. It's started to pick up, like it's made quite a few news websites, like big yeah. ones. The funny thing is, when it does get picked up like that, more people know about it, and their Patreon just goes higher. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a double-edged sword, really. It's like, oh, but then you know, if it gets picked up, say like, just say like, if the BBC was to like say, hey, you know, this has come up, they'd probably get shut down because Nintendo are gonna gonna know about it. But um, you can, can you imagine just for the first couple of days if like Nintendo didn't do anything about it and it was on the front of BBC or something? Yeah, their Patreon would probably go over a hundred thousand or something. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity. So yeah, I know. I like that little story though, and it is a shout out to them. They've done well. I have to admit, I've tried it out and it's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, but uh, I haven't tried the Zelda out, but I've just tried a couple of other things and it does uh, work. So you're breaking the law for your love of games. Exactly. This yeah. this is what you do for our listeners. You just you break the law. And I pay it back. I pay it back in so many so many other ways, like by buying the Oculus controllers and buying a PlayStation <laughs> And so yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, another one on the list is uh, Call of Duty. So Battlefield One came out, and it was World War One. And then Call of Duty, they had the future one. I think they're running like, out of wars, aren't they? They need to start. They a are new running one. out of wars. They need well, to get a new one. Going. So the new Call of Duty. Um, I think two days ago they leaked some artwork, and it's going back to its roots. It's going back to World War Two. Right. I think that's a cool move. I think it's. Did great. we win that one? I think we won that one. Did we? <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but what I was going to say is that the only th- I can't help but think that they're, they're following in like Battlefield's footsteps though. It's just like, oh, they've gone back to you know the World War One. We'll we'll do World War Two then, you know. Yeah. And Battlefield will do something else, and they'll probably be like, oh yeah, that kind of works pretty well. Maybe we'll do that. But Call of Duty did start at the World Wars, so I think it's cool that they're going back to it. But um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fed up with the Call of Duty. So I can't be asked of them, but uh, I just find it funny that Battlefield One you know came out and did really well, and now Call of Duty because their game their future one didn't do too well right uh, now they're like all right we're going back we're going back to the, to the war as well you know oh yeah that was so. infinity that was the one that everyone hated yeah it did have kit harrington from game of thrones he was the bad guy in it all right so but i um i didn't play a lot of it but so uh... and then the other thing with gaming is and it's this is to be expected but GameStop, so eb games in um uh in canada and i think it's game in england what actually? What's your game stores in Ireland? What are they called? Oh, uh, I can't. HMV and then. Oh yeah. Was game, it EB? Was no, it EB game, Games or Game? GameStop or EB Games rings a bell. Yeah. So in England, it's Game, and then they got GameStop, bought over. Yeah. They got bought, bought over by EB Games. So I believe EB Games is GameStop as well. So GameStop owns them all. Uh, anyway, they're closing in America 150 stores because everyone is starting to buy digital online, and they're not going to get a physical game anymore because digital is becoming a bit cheaper. It's more convenient. You can download it while you're at work and it's ready for you when you get home, you know, stuff like that. So it's a, these guys are basically like Blockbuster right now. You know, they're dying and they need to do something about it because they are. Yeah, gonna, it's like Netflix when Netflix is, came is into it. Yeah. Kill them. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I knew it was going to happen eventually. But hopefully, I believe they're starting to publish games now because they've got a lot of money GameStop. So I, I think they're starting to say like, hey, this is a cool game. We'll help publish it and bring it out. So that's a smart move. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see in another even five years if they're still around. Yeah. So, well, I, I don't, and, uh, I don't see yeah, how they could be. Weird be. To, to tell your kids that you know, like, oh, we used to go to these stores to pick up the games. They're like, what? You know, like, why don't you just yeah. download it? It's like, oh no, we like to physically hold something. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for anything to stay physical if you don't need it to. That's that's kind of the bottom line. Yeah, the only the only advantage to it is that like I have Horizon and I have a couple of other games on ps4 when i'm done with them i can bring them to eb and say like oh can you how much do you give me for this and they'll be like oh we'll give you 50 dollars for this you know whatever and then i could buy another game but however all they need to do is just do that online so just if i buy horizon online and then i can just trade it back in it's like trading value is now this you know yeah just like so they all as soon as they do that then gamestop actually might die so but then again like i said they could be smart and get get into other things. They'll have to because that's be. what happened There's to Blockbuster. Th- yeah, Blockbuster just sat there and they just uh, and then Netflix just took over well, iTunes that, as well. Yeah, from a finance point of view, you just you don't have any reason to make a physical thing because that's extra cost. Yeah, if you can make it digital and you can distribute digital, like there's no reason to make a physical. I'm not saying like physical things are crap. I like DVDs and all that, but from a a guy who's just trying to make a profit for the company, let's just just make it digital. Release yeah. it digital. And it's cheaper for them because you don't have to print it on a disc. Yeah. You don't have to have a factory. Actually, you don't have to pay people at the factory. That brings up another thing, another article I was reading about the Switch. Switch games are $10 more than any other game. So what came out on the Switch and it was the same game? I thought the Switch only had Zelda. Now, but it's, <laughs> anyway, it's a game that's coming out. On, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. There is a game coming out next uh, next month uh, called, I think it's called Ukulele and it's like a little Mario type game. It's done right. by the guys that did Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know if you ever played that game. But um, no, I don't think so. Anyway, it's like a Mario type game, but it's coming out on all the systems. But it's ten dollars more on Switch, and then everyone's like, "Why?" And it's like, "Oh, it's because they have to print it onto a cartridge." You know, 
not a CD. Yeah, cartridge. I get and you. Cartridges yeah. are plastic, and it costs a little bit of money. Now it doesn't cost them ten dollars more, but they're obviously being cheeky. But that is another way of you know just release it on digital, and you don't even have to go through the regulations of getting it in a store and you know and all that lot. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so better it's, for it's the environment as well. It is indeed. Yeah, actually, that's another thing. A Switch game. So you know, like a little SD card. That's how big a Switch game is. Yeah. But the box is as big as a PlayStation Four box. That's stupid. So it's like what? All this bloody plastic. Yeah, and then you got to drive it to the stores and you got to, you know, ship it overseas and fly it all over the place from the factories. Totally. Digital, it's like, boom, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Global. So. Doesn't cost anything for anybody. Yeah. The only disadvantage is, you know, for me, so say like if I was to buy Horizon digitally, uh, it's a single player game. So once I finish it, I probably am like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. Like I'll show it to people. But then if I bought it digitally, it's on my system forever. Whereas I could actually trade it in and say like, right, I'm going to play some Uncharted 4 now. And yeah. now Uncharted's at least half the price because I still had the game. Yeah. So they just, need to, they just need to work out that side of it. That's all. I'd say they're going to let that die. They're like, screw it. You bought it. You're done with it. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure which way. But then going back to those flash sales, when a game's $5, I don't mind buying it online because I'm like, hey, it's $5. It's like a, a bloody Starbucks latte is almost more than that. Yeah, exactly. So I assume. That was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a coffee drinker, are you? Not a coffee man, not a coffee man. No, a beer drinker and you're not a coffee drinker. Who are you? I don't know what I am you anymore. Know? Some sort of small troll figure, I think, with the big blue hair. <laughs> I thought you were gone. I thought I just insulted you and you left. Just disappeared. I'm sick of this. Cool. Where's the off button? Yeah, that's pretty much gaming. So we can go into some uh, some movie stuff if you want, man. Man, I'll let you kick it off if you want. I've got a few things going here. I didn't watch any movies this week, but I did watch the first six episodes of Iron Fist. Yeah, well, that that's actually in my list. Let me know what it's like, because I'm not hearing the best of things. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> yeah? So it's just boring Marvel, as hell. Have Marvel, have Marvel cocked up now? So, you know, they were on a bit of a winning streak, I guess, with their movies, and they still are. Yeah. Uh, they cocked... Because what did you... Compa- you know, comparing it to uh, Luke, Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil. Yeah. It's blatantly the worst one. It's blatantly the worst one. And and it doesn't make sense, because if you have those right. three first, and there's like two seasons of Daredevil, so you have four seasons of these other shows, how did you not learn your lessons? Like, it yeah, doesn't make yeah. any sense to me, because... Like all those other shows are like 13 episodes and so series, the season's a bit long. So you get like these kind of filler episodes where things are kind of nothing happening. But this yeah. show, like every episode just boring as hell. Oh, and, no. and, yeah. and um, sorry, did you say you watched all of it or not? First, I'm on episode seven now. Watch the first six. Okay, and there's 13, isn't there, or something? Yeah, there's 13. Like, the first right. three or four episodes could have been made into one. Like, yeah. that's that's how much wasted space there that's is. That's not good. And it, the characters don't make any sense. The I personally don't really like the lead character. I just don't think he fits that role. But I no. haven't watched it, so I don't want to say. But just from the trailers and everything, I just can't see him as a as that kind of guy. Yeah, he's he's not he's not great. I don't know if I can blame his performance because just the way they've made the character just sure. Just, sure. He's just a whiny little kid, and oh, there's so much wrong mm. with it. Like there, there's it'd be more time to say what's right with it than wrong with it. Really, yeah, it's that. Bad. I'm kind of um, I'm kind of glad in a way because I know some people might criticize us on this podcast to be pro Marvel. So I'm kind of yeah. glad they've cocked up in a way because, you know, we like we do like DC. Yeah. And um I actually think that new new Justice League trailer looked pretty pretty damn good actually. But it did. I'm it glad that Marvel have kind of cocked up it. a little because, you know, we do we do love them all and it's all yeah. good to have competition. So sounds like I'll probably be avoiding Iron Fist. But you know yeah. what? I haven't even watched uh, Luke Cage yet, so I need to finish no. that. Like Luke Cage had problems in the back half of the season. It was kind of right. fit episodes that didn't make sense in the same thing but you think yeah. iron fist they learned from that and they just didn't and they really cocked this up 
the character is bad. Yeah. And the, the the most annoying thing for me is like, he's terrible at fighting. Like the fights are mediocre at best. Like they're no better than Daredevil's fights. But he's supposed to and be the they... greatest kung fu master of all. Right. Is it done by... Are, are all of those done by different people, directors and stuff? Like, yeah, they're all... you know how like, all... Daredevil had like awesome, really awesome fight scenes? Yeah, I know. They, had, they have different, yeah, different showrunners and different guys on okay. each thing. So... Right. You can't blame, like, it's not, like, one team that are doing all of it. Sure. But I think whoever's, like, did this one is not going to get hired again. Oh, that's 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 a shame, but it does yeah. happen. Yeah, going into that Justice League trailer, because DC, you know, they've hit back and they've got this trailer. What, what did you think of it? I saw, obviously, I saw your tweet that yeah. came out. But, um, I didn't, I didn't, that I didn't speak tweet. to you your about it. That was our tweet. Your name's on it, too. I know, I know, yeah. You're yeah. going down with me. <laughs> but uh, I actually thought that looked pretty cool. Um, one One thing that stood out, and again, I don't want to just point out all the bad bits, but I did think that the cyborg dude looked a bit CG. Like he didn't yeah. look like he wasn't even fully like he didn't rendered. Even have that suit on or anything. You know how like Iron Man, he's got that thing on, like he's got the suit on, and then obviously when he's flying, it's CG. But yeah. it looked like when when he was walking around, like that whole CGI was just being wrapped around him. And I'm not sure. Maybe no, maybe it, it was just it a trailer, but I don't know. No, I don't. But the rest of the trailer and the way they put it together, I thought was actually looking pretty sweet. Yeah, I just I worry because it didn't show much of the story. It just showed all the cool bits. It did like a Suicide yeah. Squad. It had a yeah, like yeah. a pop song. Had the funny moments. Showed yeah. all the characters and then like had a couple of you know strong lines and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that 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 looks great. And I get the fact mm-hmm. that the movie's still seven months away, so you don't want to mm. show too much. And we always bitch yeah. about trailers anyway. Yeah, I know. Especially when you get to the third one, like you mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just I don't know what to make of it. Like because we know this backstory and like how rushed it was, I guess that's kind of coloring my perception of it sure but uh, you know we i want it to be good we both want it to be good yeah and we won't know until we see a, a bit more and we don't well we don't want it to spoil either but i know you picked up on it on uh wonder woman where she has only said three words you know and that's yeah. a bit worrying <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't go down that route the trailer is i think it's played its part for trailer one but they need to start showing a few more things in trailer two i don't really yeah. want to watch anything beyond that but uh, like, one thing I was yeah. actually really surprised by was it was trailer one. I thought there had been trailers, but there hadn't. It had just been no. Teasers, they released they? they released something at Comic Con where they showed right. Barry Allen meeting Batman. Okay, and that was just to try and show the new tone of it. Like that's the thing about it. I think I think that's kicking me as well. Is that you look at it and it looks yeah. kind of the same as Batman Superman. It does. It definitely has that. It has a certain look to it, which you know what I don't mind. It's just I don't mind it, but like when you look at the look of it and then you look at the tone of it, mm. like Batman's in this giant robot bat suit thing. Yeah, and I'm like, this movie clearly doesn't give a fuck about the Batman Superman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you cannot have these two existing in the same world, and that was my problem with Batman Superman's flaws sure. is that it doesn't set up the DC universe. Mm. So now you have this DC universe where Batman has a giant battle battle suit and you have like all these superheroes and everything's big and extravagant. Yeah. And you're like, so why was he fighting Superman in like a little tin suit mm. looking like a, I don't know, a rusted panda? Like it does, <laughs> I, I don't, you I know, know, like those films are, ne- they're never going to address it. They're just going to say that film's forgotten. Don't worry about it. We're yeah. sorry. Yeah. It is annoying when they do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know when they'll, where they'll go with it, but it does feel like they're doing another Batman versus Superman. It looks cool. Like all the trailer, they're they're pulling those formations, you know, where they're all standing together, and you know, 
when they jump down and they look up and their hair's brushed in the wind, you know, all that yeah. bollocks. I, I don't mind that for a trailer one. It's just like they need to step it up with the next thing and show show a bit more of the plot and the story and the acting. Yeah. Well, they, they show like we'll little hints here and there. I liked, I did like the flash effects. I thought he looked pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a big flash fan, aren't you? I am a flash fan. I think yeah. th- the way they made him move, just that super zippy from mo- place to place, yeah. that was great. I feel like he, that guy who's playing him, uh, is going to be pretty cool. And I also feel like Aquaman's going to be good as well. Yeah. Like, I like those actors. I don't know. Uh, Wonder Woman. Actually, did you hear that people were criticizing Wonder Woman because her underarm hair, like, she had shaven under there and she was like, no, she should have hair under her <laughs> arms. <laughs> it's just like, people just complain about anything. They'll complain that. about anything, yeah. What's that got to do with the story, for God's yeah, sake? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Aquaman just look, looks like, already from that trailer, he's just like, I think his his own separate film people are definitely going to want to see. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing with the film is that we know Superman's coming back. So he has to come back at some point. That's right. And it'll be at the end and it'll be like him in a dark suit. They'll probably be in trouble and he'll come and he'll be he'll be in the black suit and he'll save the day or something. Yeah. Something will happen like that, I'm sure. But they have that and then they've also got to introduce Cyborg, Aquaman and Flash. I know. it's gonna, They're doing like a Suicide Squad where they've got too many characters. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. focus on them for a certain amount of time. And technically, so. I guess you kind of introduce Wonder Woman. Well, I know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I, hopefully the film does that and you don't have to do it as much. Yeah. She, and she's already been in... Um, Batman vs Superman as well. Yeah, I feel like the Wonder Woman films already come out because now I watch that trailer, but it hasn't. <laughs> you no, know? it hasn't. And I feel like with the amount of stuff we've seen in the trailer, and then that, seeing her in um, Batman vs Superman, now seeing her in this trailer, it's just like, where is the Wonder Woman film? Like, did it, it come out? <laughs> yeah, like if you're somebody who doesn't really follow it, you're gonna get confused now. You definitely will. Definitely will. <laughs> this is this is the problem we had with like, why are you bringing out Wonder Woman's movie? which is yeah. set a hundred years ago. Yeah. And then you're bringing this out like a few months later. You're just like, how? how is someone who's just like flicking through Facebook going to understand what DC are releasing? I know. I, I know we touched on it before because it's like a bit like Captain America, but that Captain America film and then the Avengers was like, what, two, three years apart. So well, there was, more, yeah, there was Captain America and then there was Thor and then there was... Yeah. Avengers. But it oh, was no, like, then there was Iron Man 2 and then Avengers. But there was like uh, time between it, whereas this, there's going to be probably five months between the films, isn't there? Yeah, five months. So, so. even if you're even if you going to go see Wonder Woman, you're going to be like, well, what's the point? I know she's going to be in Justice League in five months. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Yeah. You could you could say that about Captain America as well. But yeah, I guess. Uh, it's as long, as long it's as just the timing of it. Like you said, it's like there was yeah. years between those films. Yeah. Yeah. It made it, it, made it kind of feel a little more natural but uh, yeah like last month was when the wonder woman trailer came out mm. like three weeks ago and now you've yeah. got the justice league trailer yeah just for they regular kind of people watching you're like what what's going on and they all had their own little teasers didn't they i think that was maybe a bit much but they all had you know ackerman had a teaser and, and flash had a teaser yeah I didn't, I didn't actually click on them all but um uh, i don't know I, f- I felt like that might might have been a bit too much it's it's one of those weird situations of like the teasers are great for fans to get yeah. them excited. But like regular people, they don't know who Cyborg is. They, yeah, they no, don't care. They'd be like, where's Superman? Is Superman in this one? Wasn't he in the yeah. last one? Um, what else is out? Uh, Power Rangers is out, isn't it? You, you were you were kind of keen on that, weren't you? Yeah, I was interested in how they did it, but it's not getting the best reviews. Oh, is it not? I haven't really no. heard much about it. So It's just, it's what like everyone expected. It's a big, it's like the trailer, the trailers gave the best bits. So sure. if you've seen the trailers, you've kind of seen it all. Right, right. Which I guess is what they fooled me. They got me with the trailers. Like, oh, the trailers look good. Yeah. Yeah. Unlucky. And then Beauty and the Beast as well, which I think I'm going to be seeing at some point. But it, yeah, that's apparently doing quite well. 
So Maybe you should watch the original first so you know what's going on. Watch the cartoon version, yeah? It's about a woman, bestiality, talking plates. Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty messed up. <laughs> what was I watching last week? Last week, I, I put some old school disaster films on. Just went on the good old Netflix. Watched Volcano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then watched Armageddon After. And then just this morning, watched Dante's Peak. Ah, oh, good old Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, it's pretty good. Quite like it. And then another one I've got might watch is uh, Poseidon. Oh, the Poseidon Adventure. Oh wait, uh, yeah, wait. Uh, the uh, Poseidon. Uh, well, there's the 1970 old school one with the fa- you know like the tidal wave that knocks the battle yeah, over. Yeah, that's a uh, um, Gene Hackman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the new one as well. I got both of them. So oh, there's a new one. Maybe I'll put them side by side. Is this because you're getting excited for the Rock's new movie? He's doing a. Uh, what, what's he doing? He's doing Rampage, and then he's doing a movie called, I think it's Skyscraper or High... Oh, Rampage would be awesome. Yeah, he's doing that one, but he's doing one in China, which is like a mile-high skyscraper, and there's a, fi- oh, there's a fire, and he has to get up to the top of the building to save his family. Oh, wow. His family's always in trouble. That guy... They're yeah. always, yeah. San Andreas as well. I think I watched that on a plane. Oh, yeah, they're making uh, San Andreas too. That was the other one. Oh, really? Wow. Number two is just like, they're just going to rebuild the city, and this is going to happen again, yeah? I just found it funny just watching these classic films. Volcano, <clears throat> that was a good one as well. But uh, yeah, looking at some of the CGI in there, or not not CGI, just the props, you know. Yep. I kind of miss films of just props, you know. Yeah, they're great. So. It's just a little bit more artistic talent involved in them. Yeah. You know what film did that really well? Like with props was um, <sighs> Dust Till Dawn. Oh, Dust yeah, Til- yeah. Tarantino's. Yeah, that was excellent. That was yeah. really good. So, but because uh, uh, you. Some of that stuff in there, you think like, oh, did they use computer graphics? Like, nope, it's all costume. Yeah, he got all the great old makeup artists to do it. Yeah, and he played in the film himself. Yeah, one of the guys who did that is now involved with The Walking Dead. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. you can totally tell, actually. Yeah, Greg Nicotero, and there's another guy, I can't uh, remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you been watching The Walking Dead? No. no you gotta um, watch it tonight? I think, I think I've mentioned it, but uh, I think I'm out. I think I'm You're out. out of it. He's out? I do, yes. What I do He's what out, I everybody. Do is... Everybody hears it. He's out. Out. <laughs> I haven't watched it for like three or four weeks, but um, I do follow it. Like I know what's happening, right. but I do follow it. And apparently, again, spoiler alert for people aren't, uh, who are watching it but aren't caught up. Apparently, um, what's her name? The one that's going to be the captain. Um, Sasha? Sasha, yeah. Apparently she's on some kind of suicide mission right now. So oh, right. Could, so she's dead. So she's basically put her... Uh, put her Star Trek uniform on in, <laughs> in The Walking Dead. Going over to the Star Trek thing very quickly, though, is um, a picture just leaked today, or not leaked, but uh, the cast, uh, the whole Star Trek crew cast, they're in some bar or whatever, and uh, you can see them all. So you can see who's playing, like, Spock and all that lot. Oh, really? Uh, and she's in it as well, yeah. Uh, it's just them, like I said, just out and about, but they're all there, kind of, you know, because uh, that's coming out this that's, year. That's shooting it? in Toronto. Yeah, it's shooting in Toronto this year, and then um, the cool thing with that is they're waiting to release a VR experience where you can be on the Enterprise, and I think they're going to launch it with that, so we'll have to give that a go. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, um, it was The game was supposed to come out, I think, uh, around now. But I think they're going to delay it and say, hey, let's make it even better and we'll release it with the TV series. Yeah. So. Well, that got, yeah, the TV series has been delayed, so we'll see how that turns out. It has, yeah. So, But going back to The Walking Dead, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I'm guessing it's The Walking Dead. I'm guessing they're going to kill her off. but Or maybe she'll just wander off in the woods. But uh, I think she's probably dead. 
She'll just wander off into the woods. Well, sometimes they do that because <laughs> they want them to come back at some point, but I don't think she's coming back. She's going to find herself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I'm out uh, out of that one, man. It's just, uh, I'm kind of fed up. Let me know when Rick's dead and then maybe I'll go back <laughs> in. So. Apparently he's doing Love Actually 2 or something. No, they did it. They did it um, two days ago for Red Nose Day. Oh, uh, okay. Because I, I saw him holding something up. Yeah. They got so. him back and they got Liam Neeson and oh, Keira, Keira Knightley. So they did like um, a mini mini movie catch up on what happened to them all in the last, whatever, 15 oh, okay. years. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's kind of, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, you'll uh, be able to one, find it. The Red Nose Day I enjoyed was, uh, did you see the Luther one? No, I didn't see it. You gotta look it up. Uh, it's pretty pretty funny. With um, he he's coming home. His like mum's giving him a ring, and he's brought home uh, a chicken from the supermarket. Right. But he puts it down on a table, and like his brother is at home, and his brother looks like like exactly like him. But um, uh, he puts it down. And his brother's like, "What the what the hell are you doing? Bringing home, uh, you know, a scene of a crime." And he's like, "This is this thing's dead," you know. And then um, <laughs> and he's like, "It's just a fucking chicken." And he's like, "No, you brought home your work." And then I don't know it just goes <laughs> off, but it's it's actually pretty funny. There's lots of footballers in it. I think oh, I keep forgetting his bloody name. There's like a couple of Arsenal guys and Manchester guys in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll uh, have to check it out. Worth watching. It's like a five minute little sketch. Yeah, but uh, go to catch El Idris relaxing for once. Oh yes, I'd love to see him as James Bond, man. I really would. I think yeah. To, to, after that leak and Sony got like found out about all their shit. Yeah. They have to go. They have to start veering left and taking all these outside chances. Yeah, I hope so. Because you know it was going to be Tom Hilson, wasn't it? He but, he uh, he was in the running. No one's actually decided yet. Because yeah, I think yeah. it was you that told me that Craig might do one more. I I did hear that that he was maybe going to do one more. Because uh, after the last one, I heard you know like this is definitely it. But then I think they just threw a bunch of money his way. And then I just heard somewhere that he might be doing just another one. But then maybe that's because you know they just can't decide on Idris or someone else or whatever oh if anybody out there's a fan of craig i know he's got an omaze competition running at the moment i saw oh, it on yeah. facebook if you put in ten dollars you have a chance to win a trip to meet him and drive a special aston martin vantage oh that's awesome yeah so it's one <laughs> that you know omaze you ever hear of that no i haven't actually oh it's great like it's this website where it's usually a tie into things like guardians of the galaxy did one right so what happens is chris pratt does this video and he says okay if you enter this competition you can come to the set i'll talk I'll, I'll talk you around for the day and i'll help you out. i'll talk you around for the day that's words Oh, you know, but like you get to see behind the scenes, you get to hang out with us. This was for Guardians sure. too, like last year. Okay. And then whatever it is, like five dollars or ten dollars, and then all yeah. that money goes to charity. So it's a right. a charity organization. Oh, that's great. That's really awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna enter that myself. Yeah. So Craig's latest one is you get to go meet him. He'll hang out with you for the day, and then you get to drive an Aston Martin Vantage. Fantastic. Yeah. I think it's a flight to Europe or something. Yeah. Can you imagine winning that and you're like, I don't actually have a driving license. Yeah. Can you drive? Get one quick. Can you drive? Can you drive for me, Dan? Please. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be equally as good, to be honest. Yeah. So people should go out and check Omez because there's, there's some great competitions they have there. Yeah. And yeah. and all the money's for charity, so it's a win-win. Oh. It's a win-win for everybody. Right. I'd say they'll probably get one for uh, Avengers. The you know the new Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say there'll be one of them popping up soon enough. Ah oh, yeah, bound to be bound to be yeah have you seen the um the new spider-man posters yeah he's hanging out around the bu- the brooklyn sign he's hanging <laughs> That's out right yeah he's sitting my around. favorite is where he's got he's wearing a jacket yeah the, is that like is it a stark jacket i can't see i couldn't uh, get i think closer. it's a school jacket i think it's just a school jacket uh, it's the yellow one yeah um, yeah I, I could be wrong though and then um he's just lying down in front of the avengers tower yeah and then uh, he's I hanging think... off the avengers tower in another one that's right yeah 
I think that's just on point. Like it really is. I wasn't like a huge fan of the Spider-Man films. Like yeah, they they were okay. They were, I always saw potential in them. But uh, Sony, I, I just thought, never really fully fully uh, executed them. Like, they were good. They were fun. I yeah. went to the cinema to see a couple, but I was always disappointed in them, like, in some ways. But with this new one, I'm just like, ah, this is this is bang on. Like, this yeah. this looks really good. Like, so. if you even look at it, it's like, it's bright. It's colorful. Yeah. There's nothing nasty happening. There's no drama. It's just like, yeah. he's, he's lying down on a wall. Yeah. Like, that's the poster. I know, It yeah. just, it sums up the character... And the type of film, or the type of film they're trying to get to make. Totally. And we got Michael Keaton as the bad guy. He, I think he's going to do a great job. Yeah. So good old Keaton. Uh, yeah, that's, that's looking good. Talking about bad guys, I've heard that uh, Michael Shannon is the front runner for Cable. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't know if he wants to you do another... Yeah, I don't know if he wants to do another bloody superhero film though. I know, that's what I'm wondering about. Uh, and then the other one but, that I heard, did you, you know, hear about? Deadpool's a whole Pitt different franchise. for the running for Cable as well. Oh, really? Oh, is that because he's got that new Netflix movie? Have you seen his new Netflix thing? Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's is, called. Oh. Which is interesting. But he's he plays a general and he's got like his hair's grayed and like it's in that uh, military flat top cut. So when you look at him like oh, that, really? you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, that, that looks like Cable. That looks exactly like Cable. Oh, interesting. So I think people might have saw that and said, oh, he could be Cable. Yeah, that's pretty much what I had for the movies. The only uh, the only other thing I had on my list was like, yeah, you dr- you dropped your rant video this uh, this week on Monday as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Good old. Rant about Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, that Brad Pitt film's that. called War Machine. Yeah, uh, War Machine. Okay, okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. Definitely not seen it, but yeah. Cost $60 million. Oh, man. Cheap what? one. Yeah, we talked about it last week. They've got that Brad, or not Brad Pitt, Will Smith one coming out as well. Um, Bright. Yeah, what was that? Bright. Is it Bright? It's called Bright? Yeah, oh, that, that was a Netflix thing, yeah? Yeah, and that's $90 yeah. million. Dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, like, they're just cracking into the Hollywood now. They're just, like, all over it. Yeah big time they just want all that sweet sweet oscar money because that's what happened with amazon amazon got produced manchester by the sea and then casey affleck won the oscar for that and they won the best screenplay so amazon are laughing after that i know it's great to see like i i know we mentioned it on the other podcast but just mention uh you know netflix and amazon being mentioned at these oscars you know yeah it just shows you the importance and you know like all these hbo guys and stuff it's like hey you know there's other people you got you got competition yeah and so. there's still talk that HBO are going to do... Is it Game of Thrones as a movie? Oh, really? Yeah. Like oh, they should leave it alone, but yeah. No, they're going to do like season whatever it is, seven coming up. Okay. So seven and eight are both going to be seasons that are eight or ten episodes long. Right. And then the final, final episode will be a movie event. Right. Okay. okay. Like a, a three-hour movie or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I can see. I mean, that's going to get hyped. That's Game of Thrones is back in um, June, is it? And I think they've said it's only six or eight episodes. Yeah, that's so. it. Like it's yes, yeah, I think it's eight episodes, and then the next one yeah. might be only six, and then that's right. I think that's right. And then they're going to have like a big, massive finish. Yeah, which makes sense. Like that's the kind of show that you want to have one big finale. Yeah, you. I would. Uh, I would uh, easily take like three episodes less, and then just give me a two-hour film. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> or that. Four that, episodes less. Yeah, to go back to Netflix, that's what they're going to do with Defenders, the team movie with Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. So that's only going to be eight episodes. Yeah. So obviously it's half as long, which means they can have twice the budget in yeah. eight episodes. Nice. Which makes sense. And that's what, yeah. you, that's what like, between Netflix and Amazon, the competition with big Hollywood is getting stronger and stronger, which is great. Right. Competition's yeah. always going to make things better. Exactly. Yeah, you need, the, you need it for sure. Is there a who? I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Is like Netflix, there's Amazon Prime. There's Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, actually Hulu is quite popular, isn't it? Yeah, Hulu's got its own thing. They're they're kind of going for a different type of demo, sorry, demographic, but 
they're still yeah. out there. They're still same model, you know, pay your money every yeah. month and you'll get your shows. Apparently uh, AMC, like I know HBO, you can do like a, your own little thing for that, like $15 a month and you just get HBO, which is cool. I like yeah. that. Um, apparently AMC might be doing one, but I didn't read the article. I just read the headline. It was like AM- AMC are doing a streaming service, uh, but it's it's bollocks or something. Uh, apparently <laughs> they're doing it in completely the wrong way. I'll have to read up on it and let everyone know next week what it is. But but yeah, that's uh, TV, man. Future TV, these little digestible little things you buy. Yeah, or you just so, get into it and you're like, right, I'm putting on my VR headset and I'm going to watch oh, this good. for four hours. Good lord, yeah. yeah. Actually, um, when I, I used uh, the Oculus, um, must have been about four years ago, I went to South by Southwest and they had a, they had a Game of Thrones experience there where you go up the wall uh, but the cool thing is you put the Oculus on, but then as I was going up, the uh, room was like rattling because like you were in like a wooden lift or whatever. And yeah. then when I got to the top, they had fans. So the fans were blowing. So oh, they, yeah. You know, so that's another another way of uh, enhancing the experience, like smells or yeah. you know, feeling. The, was it the 4D cinema thing? Yeah, yeah. Have you actually sat on one of those D-boxes yet? No, I haven't been in one of them yet. Maybe we'll have to do Star Wars or something there. Yeah, whatever the next big one out for this. Trouble is, it's like $50 for a ticket or something. Uh, Yeah, it's supposed to be like... like Do I I get to take the seat with me? (laughs) (laughs) What's your uh, your next cinema? Uh, have Have you seen Kong yet? I haven't seen Kong, so I'm either going to go see no. Kong or maybe I'll just go see Beauty and the Beast. I'm going going with the wife to see Beauty and the Beast at some point. Maybe or I'll go see Logan again. Screw it. No, that's it. Man, it's worth it. I'm not it's taking the risk on a movie I haven't seen. I'm going to watch something I already know is good. <laughs> but Kong's been getting decent decent reviews? It's been getting decent reviews and obviously everybody's yeah. talking about Kong versus Godzilla next and all that. Yeah, yeah. But that's just Little that spoiler. whole like universe building. Everybody wants to have a universe. Oh, the, I know, the, I know. the Mummy had a new trailer out as well. The oh, Tom, yeah. the the Tom one, Cruise one. Tom Cruise one, yeah. Yeah, I, I like me some Tom Cruise, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I don't mind, actually. I don't mind him. Does a lot of his own stunts as yeah. well. Yeah, and what's his name's in it? Oh, the Aussie. The angry Aussie man. The Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Russell yeah, yeah. Crowe. Yeah, the angry Aussie man. So there's a lot of movies coming out, but for now, I think because Beauty and the Beast came out, like everyone else has just sat back and they're like, yeah, yeah we're not going to compete. And that's what happened. It's now got the biggest opening weekend. Oh, yeah. It stole it from um, Batman v Superman last year. Oh, wow. For the same okay. period. So yeah, that's the problem with massive movies is that they kill all the other competition sure. in the cinema. Yeah. Because all the other stuff that's coming out now is crap things like the baby boss and, you know, yeah. Power Rangers, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just just fillers. Yeah. No, no, like, standouts. So I think the next big one will be Alien in May. Yep, yep. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. They released a new, uh, po- there was a poster that came out, and you can see, like, the Queen Alien and stuff. And, oh, there's uh, a Queen? In- I didn't know so- that. That's a spoiler. God damn it, Alex. It, I think it, look- <laughs> it looked like one, so I don't know if it is. It was. So, you spoiled it. Yeah. Everyone who's listened to this now, don't go see the movie. Or we can just edit it out, but we're yeah. not going to. No, God, so. no. <laughs> you can't edit them anyway, so. No, I it's can't. not like you've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an alien queen. Well, it makes sense there's an alien queen, because the whole planet's supposed to be full of aliens. Yeah, they're screwed, so. Head-butting crazy aliens. They might as well just play the first half of Prometheus and uh, <laughs> get some budget back. So the second half money. of Alien. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, hang on a second. Is this... We didn't see anything new here. Just, see, just yeah, just CG over Sigourney Weaver's face and see if people oh, notice. God. Yeah, actually, uh, in England it's Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. It's Happy in England, Mother's it's, Day. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Mother's Day. It's different when it's in Canada, but um, no sad mothers, only happy mothers. Someone posted a picture of the alien in with Ripley. You oh know, yeah, the aliens right right up to her face. Yeah. So and it's like Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been uh, yeah, it's been a good week, man. It's been busy. I know it's been busy for you. You've been uh, been away recording a lot. Yeah, and it's been busy for you. You got your new yeah. games. You got reviewing 
Horizon. Horizon, yeah. There's going to be, uh, yeah, like the Oculus stuff as well. But yeah, plenty, plenty to show. And then uh, we should be back on our usual schedule by end of next week, shouldn't we? Yeah, and then we'll be so. right back in with our commentary, and we got to do Prometheus yeah. and Alien and yeah, play the Alien Looking bloody game. To those, big time. Oh, it's going to be a scary night. It's going to be a scary night, and it's going to be the first night that people get to to actually see us. See us cry, fall on the ground into a fetus position. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that'd be hilarious. I don't want Happy uh... Mother's Day anymore. (laughs) But hey, it'll probably be Mother's Day over here by that time. In fact, is Alien coming out on like Mother's Day over here or something? I thought Mother's Day was March here. I'm confused. I'm not sure. Mother's Day or Father's Day or in in between. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got anything else to add to your movies, man? Or no, it's all been pretty solid this week in terms of like just watching that damn crappy Iron Fist that I still have to finish. Yeah, it's a shame. It's it's a shame that they've done that. Yeah, but especially because the not Defenders is the next one coming out. No, they're not yeah. bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Hopefully, the Justice League. You know, I, I didn't mind what I saw of the trailer, and hopefully, they 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 start picking things up. Yeah, still we'll got to get through Wonder Woman before we get to that one. Oh goodness me! Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on with these trailers. <laughs> I don't know who I'm watching anymore. <laughs> I know it's all over the place, except for Cyborg with his PlayStation graphics suit. Oh yes, God, just. How do they make something look that weird, like in a trailer? Uh, if I was a CG artist on that, I would have been. I would just put my hands up and go like, "No, guys, it's not working." Like, make him wear a suit. Yeah, you know? just make him wear the suit. So yeah. Yeah, that. Why does he wear a suit? Because they can make him wear a suit, and then they can just do like a a glow off it if they want. But yeah. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I'll re I'll go and rewatch it. But I'm pretty sure it was CG. It's like, all CG. It like his yeah. half his face is gone. I get that. Yeah. But it uh, just looked a little odd. Yeah, like I'm watching Terminator. I'm like, they they did half his face without CG. Yeah. Like if if it is like that, it has to track him. Like I know he's probably wearing something, but you still got a computer that has to track like when he moves and it's you know moving moving with him to to make it look like it's on him on him the whole time but there yeah. was just something off about it like it was too bright and he was or something like that i was gonna it say did, it's too bright and he was too dark but it just didn't look right at all like you shouldn't have that kind of issue in 2017 you know like we got what's yeah, it war yeah. of the planet of the apes coming out that's got monkeys no one's looking at it going those monkeys look shit <laughs> yeah i know like that that looks like a talking monkey. I can buy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, even the even the first Planet of the Apes was awesome. Yeah, that's what, five years ago? I know. That's a great film. All they gotta do here is just put a guy in a white suit. That's yeah. it. They can yeah. they screw that up. Yeah. Alright, we can't pick it apart too much. We'll leave it. No. We'll we'll hope no. the rest of it looks okay. A little bit of yeah. funny, a little bit of action. Yeah. Still looks dark as shit, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll give him a chance. We'll give him a chance. Yeah. This is the last chance. And then we'll give him another one. Until the next one. Yeah. Until the next one. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, it's been a blast. Thanks for uh, thanks for you know watching all the way through. Yeah. Um, if anybody, or maybe wa- we've just cut this up and you haven't. Yeah, it's ten minutes long now. <laughs> uh, if uh, anybody- also, I think we're uh, we're getting close to seven thousand subs. So big big thanks to you guys for for hitting that button as well. Yeah, for sure. If anybody wants to send us a message, we're at rantambollocks at Twitter and rantambollocks at gmail dot com and all that other good stuff. Just send, yep. send us a message on YouTube. I can look there too. For sure. Yep. Anyway, thanks everybody for re-emulating us this week. Re-emulating. <laughs> this is going to be brought up every podcast. Yeah, you keep ma- <laughs> you keep making up words. I'm going to keep using them. I know, I know. You're, I a, you're English. You're, you made the language. I have to do I'm what get, you say. Yeah, I'm going to get them in the dictionary. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, guys. Boom. Boom.